Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics. Hello and welcome to this episode of Seder Stories. I'm your host, Curtis Stoichoff, and today we're going to be joined by a few different spring sports student athletes. Right now, we have Sydney McDonald of the Holy Cross track and field team and Izzy Grant of the women's lacrosse team with us. Guys, thanks for joining us today. The question I want to start you out with is obviously with last season, last spring season cut short, that was obviously a blow for everyone in the athletic department, but especially uh, the student athletes, you guys. So now with the chance to actually get to compete this year, have a full season, what does that mean to you guys? Does it mean more to you because you had last season taken away? Um, No, I totally think it's um, a whole new different meaning, especially to our team. Um, our senior class is one of the closest groups we have on the team, and we've been wanting to make the most of every opportunity we have on the field, especially, and especially knowing that it can be taken away from you in an instant like it was last year. Um, it's almost like a scary reality to kind of realize how quickly things can change, but it makes all the hard work you're putting in together. And I'm just so grateful I get to step on the field every day with other girls and play the sport that I love. So it's worthwhile. Yeah, I, um, I would say like yes and no. I think yes, because I definitely didn't expect to be competing at all based on how the year started with uh, classes not being in person and everything was online. And then when the Ivy League canceled, um, usually Holy Cross would follow other schools. So I think the fact that I do get to compete in however many meets that I get, um, yes, like that means a lot to me. But also like no, in the sense where the team looks nothing like it has in past years. Um, like we can't all be together in the same area, like no more like team activities and stuff like that. So it's definitely been a different environment trying to, um, I, I guess, like find, find the new meaning in the new um, shape of the team that we see. So Sydney, during the 2020 indoor season, you came in second in the high jump at the Patriot League Championship. Now this year at the Patriot League Challenge, you won the event. So first of all, how do you make that jump from second to first? And then how do you use that momentum from the win this year to carry you through the remainder of your outdoor season? Um, Well, I think like with the short season, for me, it's been a lot about, I don't have the same amount of time to build the base that I usually do. Um, usually we have way more meets and I can have a few meets where, you know, I didn't do my best or there's a few like major mistakes with my form and my jumps. So it's kind of, I ended on a high last year with what we got. And I kind of came into this year thinking I, I got to just give everything I have every time I, every time I step out there. So, um, I'm definitely just continuing with that mindset as we go through, through meets, like I have four left and. I only have four opportunities to PR. And now, Izzy, and on, on your side, um, in both of your team's wins this year, uh, you've scored five goals, uh, which is a career high for you. So what has been going right for you personally? Um, what's been clicking to be able to get those numbers on your two wins? Yeah, um, I think it's honestly just making the most of the opportunities I have on the field, especially on the offensive side. Um, we do have a lot of returners stepping up this year, which is exciting. And I think the chemistry we have on the field definitely is a major reason why I've been able to put up these numbers, but 
I ultimately think it just comes down to setting your teammates up for success and knowing their tendencies and working for each other. And I have full confidence in my teammates that I'm going to be set up for success. So yeah, it's been exciting. And now, Sydney, you guys had a tri-meet last week with UMass and Merrimack. And going into the final event, which was a pole vault, your team as a whole was down eight and a half points. You guys ended up winning the event after the pole vaulters finished first, second, and third in that event. Uh, so just kind of how exciting is that for the team to see them pull off those finishes to earn the team win um, in that kind of pressure situation? It was so exciting. I mean, UMass is huge competition for us. And um, to see that everyone, despite everything that's gone against us, basically, and all the hurdles we've had to get over um, to compete, the fact that we were able to pull off a win like that was so exciting. And I think it just shows the team, like, our hard work, like, does pay off. And, and I know a lot of people were nervous going into it because usually you have a lot more competition under your belt before you'd step on the outdoor track. Um, and I am just so proud of everyone because despite everything that we've been facing, like, we were able to beat a great team. Now, Izzy, like we mentioned, uh, you guys won your first game of the year against Lafayette, and then you also defeated Merrimack. In your most recent game, you guys kept it close, but ended up coming up just a bit short to Army. In those wins and in those close games this year, what's been going right for your team as a whole to get those results? Um, I think something we've really been focusing on this year is our communication on the field and our communication all over the field. And I think that's been playing a huge role in why we've been successful and also why we've had some downfalls. Um, just kind of talking through the plays as they develop with your teammates and building confidence in each other has been what's really been setting us up for success. Um, but I do think in the moments where we go down by a few goals, or make some errors those are the moments where we're lacking communication and in the moments where we're having success it's where we're communicating a lot but it's definitely something we've really been focusing on and it may seem like it's a small part of the game but it really does make or break a situation on the field so and I have one more question uh, for each of you here um, first Sydney with your meet this Wednesday against Boston College is going to serve as your senior meet and your senior class is kind of unique in that it's so large. Uh, there's 23 members of your senior class. What do you expect kind of this uh, experience to be like getting to share with so many uh, of your teammates? Well, I, I'm super excited and I think it's gonna be really, um, like it's gonna be such a happy experience. A little bit sad because it's ending, but the fact that so many people felt um, cared for this team so much and they were able to stay on for four years I feel like throughout the um, four years of being here you lose some people along the way um, who just don't think this is for them and that the fact that so many people um, are still here and care so much about this team and I, I think that's what's going to be like the biggest thing that comes out of this experience on Wednesday is like how much we care for each other and and how much work we put in so it's definitely going to be a really really heartfelt experience. Right. And then Izzy, you guys have three more games in your regular season uh, here. Sunday, you'll play Boston University. And then following that, you'll have Colgate and Lafayette another time. What are the keys to the team's success down this home stretch of the season? I think something we've been focusing on a lot is just making the most of your opportunities everywhere and playing as a unit. Um, I think that we've been doing a really great job of that and it shows in the games that we played, but we do play our best lacrosse when we work together and have fun on the field and support each other. 
So I think that closing out the regular season that way and having fun with each other and playing for each other will lead us to success. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for taking the time to join us today. Uh, that was Izzy Grant of the women's lacrosse team and Sydney McDonald of the women's track and field team. We're going to take a break now, but we'll be right back with our next segment where we talk with Bella Jankowski from Holy Cross Softball and Nate Wolf of Holy Cross Baseball. Run, roll, walk. Massachusetts is getting moving again, and UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again with UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Jig, jog. Appointments available now. Call 855 UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Seder Stories. Uh, this segment, we are joined by Bella Jankowski of the Holy Cross softball team and Nate Wolf of the baseball team. Guys, thanks for being here with us today. I'm going to start both of you off with the same question I asked in the last segment because I think it's relevant for all of our spring student athletes here at Holy Cross. But with the last spring season obviously being cut short, and you weren't able to get the chance to actually finish the year last year. Does this season mean more to you guys now that you are back and are able to actually compete for the full season? Um, yes, definitely. Um, getting a chance to compete this year, even though it does look different than previous years, has been um, an absolute blessing. Uh, the fact that I've been able to watch this program develop for the past four years and getting to play with my teammates, it's been an absolute blessing to just go out there and get the chance to compete for the PLC. It's been an absolute privilege watching um, Coach Lepicki change and develop this program for the better over the past four years. And I can't wait to see how far we go in this season. I can't wait to see all the things that we'll accomplish. Yeah, I would say a lot of the same things. Um, I think everyone's just extremely grateful um, just to be able to play. Um, like it was surreal uh, playing BC uh, cause that was the last, that, that was the last time we played before we, we got sent home. Like we got sent home, I don't know, maybe two days after playing Boston college. And then, um, just to open up there again was like, just so much fun. Like it honestly didn't feel real, uh, just to like be out on a field, uh, playing baseball. So yeah, I think everyone's just extremely grateful, um, to have the opportunity to play and compete. Great. And now, I mean, both of you personally are off to really great starts this year. Bella, you reached base safely in all eight of your first games um, and currently lead the team with a 406 batting average and 500 on base percentage. And Nate, for your first 12 games, you have career highs in batting average, slugging percentage, and on base percentage. What do you guys think has led to each of your personal success so far this year? Um, I've worked a lot. Um, with my coach in the off season, um, I've worked a lot with Coach Lepicki and getting my swing um, to a very good place. And I believe that's definitely helped a lot in putting all of that work from the off season and translating it into, into play and into competing. Um, another thing that has really helped me is just um, being, stepping up to the plate and just um, being extremely grateful that I'm there and just clearing my mind and just going out there and competing each pitch and just going out there and treating each at bat as if it's my last at bat. Cause with COVID um, nothing is ever guaranteed. 
So just going out there and just doing your best. And if you fall short, just figuring out ways um, to get better. And this game is all about making adjustments. And whenever you fall short, it's all about um, figuring out how you can grow from um, those failures and how to move forward and how to make those adjustments. Yeah, I would also say a lot of the same things. Um, I mean, I worked really hard uh, physically this off season, um, like in the weight room, like I mean, I tried to get faster. I did get faster um, and just really worked hard on my swing. But I think the biggest thing for me is definitely my mental game. Um, I think my head's in a completely different place uh, than in the past. I've just like found ways to really slow the game down just in my head, which has been huge. Um, and just not letting negative thoughts like dominate me. Um, think like in an at bat, like there's all kinds of things that just run through your head. And I've gotten a lot better at just noticing the negative thoughts and acknowledging the fact that it's just a stupid feeling that actually doesn't like impact my ability to hit a baseball. And like kind of all that has just allowed me to really just enjoy every at bat, like every pitch, um, and just have a lot of fun. And like, that's just put me in a much better position um, just to be successful. Well, and then also both your teams have seen pretty pitching performances um, to start this season. Well, the softball team where, I mean, we're used to seeing things like this from Kelly Nelson uh, at this point to have someone like Megan Yerchik stepping in as a freshman has been huge. And then Nate, you guys have guys like Garrett Keough and Jack Deloro, just to name a few who have been putting up really impressive performances. But can you both just kind of talk about what having pitchers like this you can count on to go in every day and give you a chance to win does for the team's confidence as a whole? Yeah, I mean, this weekend especially, our pitchers were just so dominant. Um, it's a lot of fun to just to watch them make good hitters look really bad. Um, and then it's, it's nice when you feel like you're playing defense for like 30 seconds and then you get to go hit again. Um, I think just having those quick defensive innings um, keeps the whole team in attack mode, which just helps us win games. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a whole confidence boost for the whole team when they sit down three guys in a row, like immediately, and uh, you're back on offense. And then um, it's just, it's nice to see all the, the guys just have success because like, like we all know how hard they work and uh, like how much it means to them. So like, that's, that's a really good part of that too. Yeah, very much the same um, for softball as well. It's been an absolute privilege to play alongside um, Kelly and Megan. They've done an excellent job um, in the circle, and I believe that's given us a lot of conf confidence, um, especially on the defensive side. I believe that um, such great pitching has um, really stepped up our defense as well. Our defense has been extremely clean, and I believe that that pitching definitely gives us a lot of confidence um, and that confidence carries over into the bats as well. And I think that um, having great pitching like that really gives you a lot of momentum and it keeps you in games. Um, and like exactly what, like, um, what Nate said, it like puts you in attack mode, um, knowing that you can always count on your pitchers. So Nate, after uh, you guys started the year on a bit of a skid, you guys are currently in the midst of a five-game winning streak. What started clicking for you guys to get you going in the right direction uh, during this streak? Uh, I honestly think, like, we kind of had to get to know each other. Um, like, leading up to this year, everything was, like, really individualized uh, because of COVID. Like, we only had 
I think three team practices in the fall uh, because like hitters and pitchers were practicing separately. Kind of a random story, but like on Tuesday of last week, like we were, we had our tarp on the field and uh, it actually got blown away because there were like 60 mile an hour winds or something. We were trying to get it off and uh, it swallowed a bunch of us up under it, which was like pretty scary. But um, I actually think we kind of needed that because uh, it was like a team building moment, uh, which we really hadn't had up until that point. Um, just like, I mean, we had like a freshman literally like stuck under like all this plastic, like in the dark and like we had to figure out a way to get them out. Um, but like, I actually texted uh, Cam Meyer right after it happened uh, saying word for word, uh, I bet we won five games in a row. Um, so like, I, for me, like I felt like that was like something we needed was just to really like get to know each other um, off the field because I mean, it's really difficult because we're not allowed to see each other off the field. We've really just, as we've played more, um, like ironed stuff out and just really found ways to gel as a team, uh, like with that, that tarp story, um, just, I mean, I've noticed everyone's having a lot more fun together. Um, dugouts louder, uh, kids are talking about the game and just like really enjoying themselves. Um, and then that's led into everyone just contributing like a little bit, um, which has got us those, those five wins, which has been huge. Yeah. It's been this last week. It's been a lot of fun. And Bella, with you guys, uh, your last six games, you're three and three, picking up two wins and a sweep of Maine last week, and then one this weekend against Bucknell. Um, in those wins, what has gone right for your team to get those victories? And then in the losses, what do you think needs to be worked on and adjusted to turn them into wins moving forward? Um, I feel like definitely the key to our success and the key to um, winning games for us is going to be definitely more on the offensive side and figuring out ways to score runs. When there are runners in scoring position, um, finding a way to get them across the plate and finding a way to produce runs is definitely going to be key. Just stepping up in those big moments um, when we have runners in scoring position and just executing. And I think that's definitely something that we need to work on um, going in. Because again, like as we were talking about earlier, our pitching and our defense has been on fire and we've been doing very well in those areas. It's just getting that hitting piece. Right now, looking at both of your um, upcoming schedules here, Nate, uh, currently coming up right now, you have four against Army, and three at home against Lafayette, and then four at Navy. What do you see as your team's path to success coming up in this conference play? Yeah, I think we're in a really good spot right now. Um, like I just said, like everything sort of clicked um, in literally all aspects of our game. Um, just staying with the same same approach and the same mindset, like basically like the, like these teams have to play us. Like, like we're, we're a good team. Like we're a really good team. And uh, just keeping that same like attack mentality. Um, I mean, literally just doing exactly what we've been doing over the past week. Um, just, I, I think we're in a really good spot and we're going to have a really good, like the rest of the year, like we're on a roll. And Bella, I mean, same question. You did kind of already touch on it. But your upcoming schedule, we have a four-game series uh, at home against Lehigh. And then following week, you'll be, have four games at Lafayette. What are the keys to success to, yeah, you see for this program to get the team in a place where it wants to be? The keys to success are definitely, like, as I was saying um, previously, um, just finding a way to score those runs, like, when they're in scoring position, finding ways to get on base, um, 
any way that we can and just scoring those runs and stepping up in those big moments. Um, for example, um, when we won against Bucknell, there are runners in scoring position and our catcher, Aaron Bankston, scored an RBI double and scored those runs and we ended up winning the game um, because Kelly like was shut down, like she shut down all the hitters. Because the so the pitching and the defense is definitely there. It's just it's just stepping up offensively, and just being big in those moments is going to be very key for us, especially early on in the game. Just focusing on attacking the pitcher. All right. Well, guys, thanks again for taking the time and talking with us today. Um, this is Ben Belajankowski from Holy Cross Softball, Nate Wolf Holy Cross Baseball. My name is Curtis Stoichoff. Uh, this has been Seder Stories. Thanks for listening, and catch us next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Seder Stories. If you did, please subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you do like the show, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and leave a review. We'd love to know your thoughts and reviews are one of the best ways for others to find the show. Thank you for listening to Cedar Stories.